Switch ups, yes. right? You do the open for the switch ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us why. Why are we here, Josh? Because we hope that the the trials and tribulations, the frustrations of working the day job, will hopefully be inspiration to other people as we search for art. Did I just? You just you really turning that upside <laughs> down, aren't you? We're trying to inspire and motivate both ourselves and our listeners in, as they pursue their dream, dream jobs. jobs. Well, and. We the last loan show guest list like no guest not guest list but guest list guest less less um, we talked about our jobs at Blue Blue so right. now we want to share some of the positive. We also don't want you to know exactly when we are recording this. We're not going to say when. It's a little bit of just like a little gift, a little twenty minute show to talk about some of our favorite. Well, we'll let you decide jobs. if it's a gift. Um, it's always a gift <laughs> when we are doing a podcast. Yes. Episode. Yes. The gift the gift that keeps giving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so let's talk about so you know, it's easy to talk about jobs that blew and that's part of what our podcast well, is. Well actually no, if you've noticed our guests really seem to struggle with that. Now, is it because they don't want to say Probably. negative? Yeah. Or is it no, they don't, that not some the people are just blessed with more opportunities? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I, don't I, I think know. it's a little of both. I think that some of them, yeah, you know, maybe have had more opportunities. I'll, I'll tell a quick story about that in a sec. I also think that they're censoring themselves. They're not saying their company or the company name. And if they could, they might, they might like, you know, like, um, what's it called? They might embellish a little bit more. Right. You know, if they realize that, that, uh, oh, my, I don't, it doesn't matter. But um, we did it too. In the one where we talked about the jobs at Blue, we absolutely didn't say specifics. And maybe that made it a little bit more vague of a conversation. But, um, yeah. No, but I mean, I had true moments or in jobs that really blew. And we've had people on here that were like, um, I worked the omelet line or the waffle <laughs> line and right. got blueberry on some lady. Right. Like, really? Right. Is that that's the worst that you can give well, me well, when maybe, you were 16? Well, maybe that's part of the, the, the personality of these people that are finding success or that are following their dreams is that they just didn't stand for any more bullshit after that. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, this is a shitty job, and now not only is that, I'm not going to let that happen again, I'm really going to push to pursue my dreams. I think we all had that moment, and I think some of us, some of our listeners, maybe just kind of, you know, maybe you, you just throw your hands up in the air and you say, all right, I'm just going to stick out at this, at this shitty job, and then you're going to be stuck, and now we're, that's why we're here, trying to find a way to motivate and inspire right. ourselves. Well, and I also believe that there's an energy that you put out, sure. and there are certain people that you might attract. Like, I don't hold myself blameless for some of the situations. I, I, I mean, I, I come from dysfunction, so maybe <laughs> I just attracted. I don't know, and maybe that's why I had the experiences I had. Yeah, you're I'll attractive is what it is. Okay. okay as, well, as I'll... I'll I'll go with that. So are you, Josh. Thanks. So are all you, right. Josh. <laughs> um, but anyway, they, so it hasn't all been bad. It hasn't what we're, all been we're bad. Trying to so say. from any age, uh, whenever you started working, any job until now, Brianna, you go first. Give us a job that didn't blow, that was awesome, that you enjoyed, that maybe there was somebody there that was like awesome for you. 
Well, I have to say, um, having been in a leadership role the last almost 10 years, uh, I have had amazing junior staff. And so I have below you. Yes. And I've always tried to be the boss that I always wanted to have. Um, and so, for instance, a few years ago, I worked for an agency. We had Spirits Brands. I absolutely adored the people that I worked with. Mm-hmm. And at that job, we did some amazing things with our clients. I was able to go to a rum distillery in the Caribbean. As part of the... As part of the job. Yeah. You know, it was essentially a vacation. And actually, Brian and Ella went along and stayed in the nice hotel while I did my work stuff. And then we extended it mm-hmm. and stayed longer. Another time... Wait, I what about what about the junior staff? Were they all younger than you in age? Yes. Okay, and so... I felt very much like Ma- Matthew McConaughey in... Um, mm-hmm. What's the first movie role where uh, about the seventies? Oh, dazed and confused. Yeah, where he says, "I uh, they keep wait I I, keep I older, older and they, they stay the same." Like that's how I was feeling about being in PR. So, what <laughs> like, makes a good junior staff, in your opinion, from who you are? It's probably not universal, but like, what did you like about junior staff that 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 you had that it was a positive experience? Um. Well, we had a small office, and we were just all very. We were, we were a good unit. Like, we worked well together, and um, every day in the office was, you know, we didn't, you know, a lot of times all it takes is one toxic personality mm-hmm. to bring an entire office down, mm-hmm. and we just didn't have it. Like, we just, everybody was there to be positive, to do good work, um, and, you know, uh, we tried to keep all the outside right. negativity So it's just like bay. cohesiveness, respect. Yes. Works <laughs> just right. Should yes. make sense on all. Yeah, levels. and again, I'm not trying to say that I am the best boss ever. <laughs> I definitely, probably have my I have my issues, but the thing I always try to do is be positive and and you know cheer people on and you know mm-hmm. just do good work and make right. people want to be there. But I think that's also part of the problem because we seem to be the same kind of person like that in the jobs I've had where I've you know, been managing someone or a staff or even just a program, you know, you try to just say, hey, I'm just going to do the best I can. And that's not always enough. Sometimes you just have to put on a little bit of this kind of assholery, not to the staff that you work with, but you have to kind of show that you're like, you're driving and you're growing and you're pushing and, you know, you're not letting anyone get in your way and like kind of got to balance it because sometimes these companies and corporations, organizations, they look at you and they're like, if he's not growing the, the department, if she's not you know, bringing in all these thousands of dollars and what's wrong with her? You know, it sucks. But I think that's part of, I think mm-hmm. that's it. But I, I want to get we're back. we're not going to go into that negative No, space. I don't. We're not. I want to go to specifics. I want you to give me, give me, um, give me, give me three jobs that were awesome. One when you were younger, anytime, let's say before 21. One like in the middle of your career and maybe one a little bit more recently. Okay. First job that was awesome when I was younger in college, I worked at a pizza place. So I started in the commercial. We had so much fun. Like I, I loved the guys that ran it. Cool. They probably weren't didn't have the best business sense because we drank a lot after hours, <laughs> and I, it probably wasn't making a lot of money for the, right. <laughs> the owners. But it, we just, it, we were great. It, it was, it was. They were like a family. I, yeah. I loved every minute of that job. Yeah. Uptown Sit Down, Athens, Ohio. There it is. Um, what, what commercial you were in? The a, in the pizza commercial. Yeah, they made a TV com- like a yes. local TV. Yes, I spot said and you excellent pizza, and it ate us. Uh, I have to. I'll have to show it oh to you. Oh my god, it's I need pretty to see hilarious. We're putting that on the website it's if we can funny. find that. Job. No, I have it. It's on my Facebook. Oh my god, anyway, it is. Yeah. 
We have to see that. Okay, so that. And then the middle, I would say, was uh, 2-1-2 group with Monty. Again, you know what? It's really just about the people you work with making the work even better. And we were a great group of people. Um, And, you know, we had three bosses. They were all in therapy together trying to work their shit out. But, like, it just, it was a good group. And I did amazing stuff with... Um, the retail company that we work for, we did. Uh, we went and dressed women in the nonprofit who were trying to get back into the workforce. So that definitely, I traveled mm-hmm. all over the country. Was it that was, the best part, the traveling? Or the being I mean, yeah, because I was in my twenties. I was going to cities that I wouldn't normally go to, but I was glad to experience them. And because the event always was on a Tuesday, they would pay for me to go over the weekend to save on, I guess, airfare. Mm. But it. They paid for all my meals, and unfortunately, that company's struggling with bankruptcy now, and mm. I feel really bad about it. But I had an amazing time when I was working. What for about them. the annoying question of like, isn't the best? Uh, it's not annoying. Let me pre- let me rephrase. Being a parent is awesome. I love it. But sometimes people are always like, "That's the best job you'll ever have," and I always am like, "Yeah, yeah." It but is. it doesn't pay. But it's not a it job. It doesn't job. pay my bills. Like yes, it's it's my most. Fa- if I can be home at night and I don't have a show or I don't have somewhere to be, yes, it's that's the most where rewarding. Be, right. It is the most rewarding, one hundred percent. But what about that 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 annoying question? Being the the job of being a mom. What about it? Is talk on that as far as being like the best job or not? You know, I mean, it is the best job, but I'm fully preparing myself for the bad stuff mm. that's going to be coming teenage years. teenage years and her hating me and mm. I'm not going to do well maybe she won't hate I'm, you. I'm not she's already pushing like that she should be able to walk home from school which granted her school her new school is only a few blocks away but she's 10 and yeah. quite honestly while I trust her I don't trust right. the other forces mm-hmm. that she will mm-hmm. come upon on her way on her walk home um, you seem and pretty she reasonable. and she doesn't take self defense co- <laughs> classes. Right. So until she does, like, look, I'll be outside, but you can walk down the street as long as you stay on the street. Right. No, I mean there will be little victories along the mm-hmm. way, and I just keep saying to her, just trust that I'm doing this to you know protect you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, I didn't have that, and right. you know I ran all over town starting from like probably five, six years old, and I'm glad to be alive. When I was three, my older brother took me across the new train trestle, and I was literally falling through, like... The train tracks? Yeah. Like, I was literally... Yes, yes. He was like, do you want to go see it? Our babysitter wasn't paying attention. He took me. We walked across it, and I was so terrified to walk back that these gentlemen came along with dead chickens and carried me (laughs) back across. Oh, my God. Yes. Could so, we, could, you're so scaring me. I'm now. sorry, but like, I, and this is so not what we started this conversation about. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I'm didn't have so lucky to be alive, right. and I am just trying. But you're not going to be that keep mom my child to, alive. And you're not that mom to Ella. You no, know, like, I know, but right. I, it just makes me worry excessively. Give me a job now, a little bit more recently, maybe, or some aspect of a job that you loved, even if it was, you know, a freelance gig. Anything. I mean, honestly, most recently, it's the time I've had with Ella So there you while go. I've been consulting. There you go. Yeah. I mean, look, we've talked about it. All of my jobs, it was never, it w- when I didn't, it didn't go well, it wasn't the job. It was some forces at work within right. the job. You know, I mm. 
my Pepsi client, all the work I did with them, I really, and I mm -hmm. will say their name because I have great relationships with them. Mm -hmm. They were fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it was, you know, it was great. What it about, like, is there an aspect of PR that you like more than the other aspects? For example, writing. I like traveling. the writing. I like the creativity. Phone calls. I always hated the cold calls. Yeah. Well, the, now so much is done over the internet. I, You know what I don't like? What? I don't like um, the... Um, uh, schmoozing, as, schmoozing. I, as I hit the microphone the schmoozing part of it I'm just not a schmoozer like I'm real I'm here I yeah. want to do a good job I'm truthful mm -hmm. like nothing about me is fake so like right. to have to schmooze on schmoo I'm just not that's not who I am like I'm here to be real and right. so that's why you use your humor in those situations laugh quick joke excuse me i'll be right back some people don't have sense of humor though <laughs> i've learned that the hard way <laughs> that's so funny that's so funny so what about you what are your along the way favorite jobs um, favorite moments i would say as a younger person um you know i used to work in a deli similar to your pizza story i was 18 years old um you know i was kind of like and people look back at me at those times and been like, you were everybody's friend. But, like, I felt like I had, like, no friends back then. You know, very few friends, mm -hmm. you know. So I walk into this deli, which was our local deli. Everyone knew this deli. It was called Hilltop Deli, right, on New Hempstead Road in New City, New York. Everyone, I mean, the best pizza and sandwiches. And you just ordered food from there. You hung out there. And there were these guys there, this, like, these faces there that were staples your whole life seeing these guys. They were, like, mini celebrities. You know, at least to me they were. They were, like, you know. Older guys always crack a joke with you or something like that. And then I walk in one day, and um, and they were like, hey. I'm like, yeah. They're like, uh, you want to work here this summer? And I was like, you want me <laughs> to be on the team? <laughs> right? Like, it was just blew me away. And actually, recently, before my father passed away, I asked him. I was like, just out of curiosity, do you remember? Did you talk to those to the owners and just say anything? Hey, could you give Josh a job or something like that? It was just so weird that it came like totally. It's cool if you did that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, honestly, maybe I, I don't really remember. But like, it was just like they were cool to me. They were cool. I worked there that whole summer um, before I graduated high school, right? And it was hard. You know, I was, um, I was, I got picked on, but I got picked on in like a kind of in a real loving way. It wasn't like picked on, like you know. You know, you felt terrible about mm -hmm. yourself, you know. These guys were cool. They were just, like, local, cool. I don't know. I just felt like part of a team with them. They taught me. I would go to jam. One guy was a drummer. I would go hang out with him, and he would go to these jam sessions and these and play drums with his band, and I just would hang out. And and one guy, they were all older, and they're, like, mid or late 20s, you know, mm -hmm. and they took me. One guy took me to get, like, hamburgers for lunch at a strip joint, you know, and, like, it sounds stupid. And, you know, the thing is, you, the thing is, you remember it so, like, vividly, yeah. and, and the problem is that corporate America is not like that. It's not. And, and you grew up in that, and you kind of, it's, it's, it's a big learning curve to, like, go into a, an environment where that is not how it is. And I didn't know. What did I know? I, yeah. I had, like, one job before that where I worked at, like, a retail store, and I sold, like, sports equipment. And that's fine, you mm -hmm. know? But these guys just, like, they were big brother types. I didn't have a big brother. I had older cousins. I didn't see them that much. But these guys were, like, big brother. I saw them every day, and they would give you shit, and they would make you carry stuff, and they would teach you how to, like, you know, even talking to girls, you know, like, over through the counters. I just, you know, they just kind of, like... I grew up in this spot, and I ended up working there for five summers, uh, you know, or whenever I was home from college. But that first summer, 
Um, they just were. It was so fun, and I and I earned. I didn't earn a ton of money, but like I, I made. I saved my money. I weren't. I worked hard. I sweat. I smelled like salami every night. You know, mm-hmm. it was terrible. I, I met like a like a first girlfriend or something like that. Those that summer, you know, just. Everything about that experience was phenomenal, and then well, the know, other thing too is you weren't worrying about paying your bills because mom and dad were doing you know it. What, it's you know, a whole other. Wait, this is a funny story. They so I was a virgin at the time, right? And every the show is single morning, I would walk in at seven o'clock in the morning, and I would be like, "Hey, hey, Tommy, hey, Chris," and they'd be like, "You still a virgin?" Every morning, every fucking morning, right? So, like, I just kind of went along with it. I realized I was getting teased. And then the night that I was not, I couldn't, I was more excited to, to go to work them. the I'm next morning. I'm sure the morning. girl was thrilled that the deli <laughs> no. was going to know. <laughs> she, if you're out there, she, I mean, I was I was as excited to, to not be a virgin anymore as I was for them to be like, you still a virgin? And I was like, no! And they were like. Okay, good. Get on the counter. It was like so <laughs> anticlimactic. You know, we got a full line in the front. Get See, paper. this is why girls are way cooler than guys because the girls would be like, "Tell the you whole got- story. Start from the beginning. <laughs> Don't leave anything out." Well, I it was that was it. They just right. They right. They wanted no details. They yeah. didn't care. They didn't care about. It. They just were like, oh, "Okay, good. Now we got some shipments. So go load the go load the the juices or something like that." Mm-hmm. Right. But I just like really was like it was the first. See, time this I felt is part this would team. we could end toxic masculinity if men yeah. would just sit down and go. Josh, congratulations. Yeah. So how was it? You want to know what? Did and I'm that guy. After? I'm that guy that would do that for anyone. I don't know if that's a personality thing or if I sense that. I truly believe that you would. No, I would I would listen. Anyone mm-hmm. who had some kind of monumental thing, I'd be like, tell me about it. I want to hear about the details of it. Good good for you. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it was just more of like it was almost like pledging a fraternity or something, you know, and, and uh, that whole experience, you know. So that was as a kid and then. I kind of, in a way, thought like to myself, it's funny, I, I thought to myself, oh, after I'm done here, I'm never working in a deli ever mm-hmm. again, grow up and this and that, and like, here I am, and I was like, man, what I would do to go back and work in that deli. Yeah. Again, they just sold it, the family just sold it, and it's still there. Well, no, when I go to Long thing, Island with funny. Brian, like, there are times where I'm like, th- like, there was a deli in his small town that was for sale, I'm like, maybe we just buy it and run a deli and you know just move yeah. out here thought about that all the time yeah. because you know the thing is you're an entertainer yeah. and th- you're on stage when you yeah. when you're like because my stepmom's diner they're trying to sell it and she's like come back and take it and i'm like well in on one hand i m- i would love to be like behind mm-hmm. that counter mm-hmm. running my show the other hand is politically those people on the other side and right. i aren't gonna align and right. there's gonna be like but maybe that's how you enact change. You talk to those people, yeah. you hear their stories, and you say, "Hey, yeah. well, there's another side to it." But yeah. there is there is an aspect. You're like a little local celebrity too when you're in a place like that. Mm-hmm. You know, people come in every day. You know their stories. You know their laughs. You know, there used to be these like guys that would just sit outside in the parking lot outside the back door, and the owner, the old guy, owner, he would just they would just tell these stories, and you just felt like just shut up, just shut up and listen. You're gonna learn and like hear things. It's gonna be something's gonna be crazy shit. You know, mm-hmm. this the owner. I'll never forget. The older guy, um, he died a couple of years after I started working there, but he had been there forever. He opened the joint. Um, he would always wear shorts in the summer. In the w- he would deliver pizza in shorts. And one time, I wasn't there, but one time he told me the story. I was like, did you ever get hurt here working? He's like, yeah, I was slicing. I was making a sandwich once. I sliced the top of my finger off. Oh, my God. Right? Like slicing the slicer, right? He went to the hospital, got it sewed back on. He was like, we cleaned up, and I went oh back to work. God. I was like. Just crazy, like crazy stories you didn't hear yeah. in your household. Brian time. worked in a, a deli in West Hampton when he was a teenager, and it's so funny because when you do that, 
everyone knows you. Yeah. And I would go out there with him years later, and he would know everybody. I'm like, you should run for the mayor. Yeah, like, people. everybody. And you know who used to come into the deli in West Hampton? The Shoshana mayor. and Jerry Seinfeld yeah, when yeah, they yeah. dated. That's crazy. Yeah. And people still to this day, I think they also noticed my personality maybe at the time. It was still budding, but like I like to talk to people. People still call me the mayor. You know, it was just a fun aspect. I don't know. I just I didn't know what to what was next in life. Well, and but, working, but but the thing is, too, in corporate America, you sit at a desk. Right. And I would always find my way out of my cubicle. So true. Into me someone's too. office. Yes. Or, you what know. What are you doing? What are you working on? Yeah. yeah. Let no. me tell you this crazy story. Yeah. I did that no. shit all the time. I did, too. My my middle road was my first job after college. I had uh, I had a great um, uh, the cool thing about that job was called Wilson McHenry Company. It was a PR company. They're not around anymore, but I'm still in touch with a lot of the guys and girls I work with. Um, they gave you a mentor your first day. They set you up with somebody who was like your 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 guy mm-hmm. as a 22 year old coming out of college and like never working in that kind of real environment like that. There was this guy named Joe Clark, and he was my mentor. And I really only worked there for like maybe 19 months or something, 20 months. And he was like a friend, and we both liked Bruce Springsteen. But like, fuck, he fucking like really, he was, he got it. He was great at PR, and he just, he was my buddy, but he also really showed me the worst. He reprimanded me. One time I wrote an email. He's like, don't ever fucking write an email like that again, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it just, I've lost touch with him, and I think he's doing okay, you know, but Man, like that experience, that too was kind of similar to the deli, where those someone was looking out for you. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe since then, I haven't really had someone like that. Com stand up comedy, you like to think that some comedians are maybe looking out for you, but really, it's a solo deal. You're on your own. You're you're kind of. I mean, the people who have success ultimately have bigger comics looking out for them, take them on the road. You know, you know, put in a good word at the clubs for them, and that's okay, fine whatever um but that guy man he really was like it just was like the kind of guy looking out for you and now i think beside the parenting thing um i don't get paid for this besides drunk shakespeare and besides performing and i've had some really great moments you know performing and getting like you know there's nothing like a full house clapping or laughing at one of your Mm -hmm. jokes just nothing like it there's no high Mm -hmm. higher but um i've been people have been coming to me recently and saying can you help me I want to put like a five minute set together or can you listen to my fem- five minute set and or one man show and you know and I've just taken so much joy and just kind of helping out and like some of these lessons like I'm not the I'm not famous I'm not the most the funniest guy out there but like just kind of structurally helping people and their appreciation for the amount of time mm-hmm. that I'm investing in them I've had a lot of people come over my house to sit there with me and my son and I think in a way it's kind of me connecting back to the deli or mm-hmm. Joe and being like, okay, they took this time to kind of like mentor and look out for me in different ways, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm doing it forward, paying it forward. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not getting paid for it, but um, I just really kind of love doing that. So if anybody's out there and they want some help with their show or their set, I'm actually legit. Why is it the it. stuff that barely pays or doesn't pay is the Why? stuff that, you, you don't know, want it. Well, that's what it is. There's some other philosophy with that out there. All right. All right. Well, um, I hope this was fun for everyone else. Yeah, just I had fun. That was a fun chat. Yeah, I, you know, this whole deli thing with you. I you didn't know you were so passionate about a, delis. A, I mean, I actually did, but just not as a worker. You know what? This <laughs> I just thought for the sandwiches. Well, uh, the, the taco slice, hilltop deli, or the Italian combo. Oh my god, so good. But I also 
had an idea for like a little, like a food show. I, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it don't, right now. Don't give your. I won't because it just re inspired me to go back and do it. Um, well, we could go take over my stepmother's diner. Let's you want to move to Ohio? Let's do we the podcast from the from diner. From the diner. There you go. I'm actually so down for that. Yeah. All right. We're going to. Uh, uh, where, where, where? Fremont. Fremont, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> yes. And uh, hey, check us out on uh, all the social media at Jobs Blow Podcast. Please keep uh, subscribing and reviewing. We just yeah. got another great review from what did I say it was Unique, Unique Snowflake? Snowflake was really two awesome. or three. I don't know who you are, but thank you very thank much. You. Thanks to the friends who keep reaching out to us and you know giving us compliments and telling us what they like about the podcast. You know what, guys? Email us more. We need some emails from people. Let about us know who some like great yeah. guests would be doesn't have to be new york but uh, new york city but close proximity maybe we could get them over here to be on the show and just keep uh subscribing we really really truly appreciate it and uh, look up brianna online look up me online mr josh hyman brianna Hoffman. follow us on twitter if you haven't because we're follow really we're nearing 1000 and i'm super she's psyched. so excited for this she's gonna like pop off and could someone just follow me i don't care where you just follow me in the street it's totally fine oh my god you're all weird right. all right Thank you. Thanks. Bye. I'm too fly for my suit and tie. And I'd rather die than work nine to five. And I'm too fly for my suit and tie. And I'd rather die than work nine to five. And that's why I don't want to go to work. I just want to chill and play all day. Look him dead in the face and say, I wish I could just be still asleep while you were.